Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Get asked, are you really like that? And the answer is yes. The number two question I get asked are, where the hell do you get your glasses? And the answer is Warby Parker. Warby freaking Parker, man. That's right. It's probably my favorite new thing in glasses since I got glasses because glasses are insanely expensive. For frames and lenses, they can cost, you know, upwards of five to $700. But Warby Parker gives you frames and prescription lenses starting at $95. I remember when I found out about Warby Parker, I just assumed it was a hoax, a scam, a lie. But I've been wearing Warby Parkers in uh, our videos and in real life for the past, I don't know, three years. Wow. So I can assure you that it is no hoax. It's for real. It is for real. And the way it works is they have a home try-on program. You basically choose five frames that you like. They send it to you for free. You try them on, you say which one you like the most, send it back with your prescription, and they'll send you your pair of glasses for $95. It's that simple. And you can tell them we sent you, specifically by putting in coupon code if I were you when you're buying your glasses, and they'll send you the glasses with expedited shipping, which is three business days. So please check it out. It'll really help us out. They also have prescription sunglasses. Their glasses are obviously something that I really like because I currently wear the glasses. I like that they're very plain, simple, yet still stylish and fashionable. There's not a lot of things I know about fashion-wise, but I think glasses is like at the top of my list because I've had to wear them for 20 years. Right. I've also gotten a lot of compliments on my glasses. The ones that I wear are called the Crosbys, but there's a bunch of other cool ones as well. So please check out warbyparker.com. Put in the coupon code if you like what you see. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Enjoy the show. He has a butterfly tattoo, that's okay. Because he still has a pretty shit say. Amir has real low nibble hair, but he's still cool. Because he's gonna take your ass back to school. When you kill the dog or wait hard, don't mount your jacket. You can learn a lot to look flat and listen to their voices. Because if they were you, they'd make better life choices. That was fun. Toda. <laughs> Toda Thelsey. Yeah. That was a. Uh, uh, Thelsey, uh, Telsey. Not Chelsea. <laughs> not Helsey, but Thelsey. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Thelsey. This, this is If I Were You, the un- only advice. Po- uh, this is the earliest <laughs> I've messed up. <laughs> <laughs> On your catchphrase, too. This What's the plan a, here, Blue? Yeah, nine seconds deep. <laughs> what happens? You want to uh, um, you want to edit it or no? I guess this is it. This wow. is the uh, this is the podcast. This is the podcast. All right, hey, this is if I were you, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by us. I'm Amir, and I'm uh, Jay Witz, Jay Money, Jay Dallas, Jay Skrilla, Jay Hood. Oh my God, that was so cool! Uh, <laughs> really, <laughs> I was sure you were going to say something different when I was done, and I looked at you and I saw the disdain in your no, eyes. No, no, I'm a positive guy now, so I don't talk badly about people, so <laughs> even when they're huge assholes. <laughs> like even when they do something so uncool, I just say that was cool because it was cool. I think. Wow, nice. Um, we are here to answer people's questions. They are in difficult situations. They email the show at if I were you show at gmail.com. 
We comb through thousands and hundreds of millions of submissions and find five to six to answer on the podcast. You ever think about how fucking noble that is? Wow. What we do? Yeah, we're, I think the word hero gets tossed around pretty loosely, but I guess we're heroes. I mean... Like, more so than a teacher or a doctor. Right, and I, 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 I venture to say we are more than heroes. <laughs> so what, what would you, like, astronauts? Saints. <laughs> goddamn saints. We are, we are goddamn saints. I think I'm a religious hero or some I shit. I really think, you know, what is a saint? Uh, they perform how many miracles? Like, they have to perform three miracles and, yeah, well, and dedicate episode, their life to service? This is episode 13, so we've performed 13 times 5, 110 miracles. Wow, and, and my buddy's good at math, so how's that? <laughs> it's actually 70. Yeah, 110 was way off. Really? Yeah. <laughs> 13 times spot, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, is it worse that I thought it was right the first time? I think it's worse that my initial estimate was so off. Like, I should have just done 12 times 5, which is 60, plus 10, which is 70. Right. Yeah. But I was so, I'm like, so bad at math that, well, you could have said literally any number. Wait, wait, wait. I just, while we were talking, I realized the actual answer to 13 times 5 is not 70 either. Wow. It's 65. We've reached at the actual conclusion. Do you want to edit the podcast now to make uh, it look like you're good at This literally is the most embarrassed I've ever felt on the podcast, <laughs> getting that question wrong three times. <laughs> Technically twice, but yeah. If it's actually not 65, then I do want to start over. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to calculate it right now? Uh, no, it is 65. I know for a fact. I mean, it's 10 times 5 plus 15, 65. It's 12 times 5, 60 plus 5, 65. <laughs> All right, I mean, why are we even debating this anymore? It's so obvious. <laughs> You're crying. <laughs> um, God, so um, I just realized we didn't think of a fake uh, name theme for today's show. So oh. we sort of make it up on the spot. Interesting. So we read your emails and we try to answer them, taking them one by one. We give... Fake names to every email to preserve their anonymity, and this one will come from someone named that we'll call Elaine. Nice. Oh, yeah. Got it already. (laughs) So, Elaine, in quotations, writes, Hey, I'm here and Jake. This guy that I like recently started texting me on a regular basis. At first, it was just normal stuff, talking about what we did that day or what we were up to at the moment. Then he started texting me sexy things, really sexy things, until we were basically having intercourse via iPhone. Now he keeps telling me he wants to hang out with me, but I'm nervous after what we did. I'm wondering, if I sext him over text, does it mean he'll expect real sex? Please help me out of this, Vex. Love, Elaine. Very nice, Elaine. I like the rhyme at the end. Yeah, brought um, home. I feel like this brings up a very interesting phenomenon that's... I, we experienced that on IM as like kids growing up, which is when you're chatting with someone, there's a degree of anonymity and you're ready to say and do really crazy shit that you wouldn't in person. Right. Like having late at night chat conversations, things can get very heated. And then you see the person who like in real life you haven't even had like, very good, good, good relationship with. And you finally see them and it's like, what's the expectations? What did that stuff that happened online or over text? Was, was, that that, actual, was that even real? Was yeah. that us? <laughs> was that me? It's such a weird thing like to have basically phone sex and then go out on a first date. Yeah, it's true. I feel like what usually happens is at first you guys both ignore it, but in the back of your minds you guys both know what went down. Right. 
And then later on, when things get loosey goosey, that's when like everyone's like, "That was crazy last yeah, night." Yeah, like, I think you have, like you'll have real sex, and then you'll talk about the phone sex. Yeah, but it's weird that like I guess now kids are having the phone con- relationships further like, along. This than- like seemed like it confused her, right? She was like, "We were basically having sex." Like he started sex- texting me really, really ridiculous things until we were basically having intercourse via iPhone. One right. thing led to another. It's so, like she, it's, she sounds so innocent that I really wonder what her basically having intercourse is. Like, <laughs> I, I was, I was so confused. So I was, I was just texting him. I'm sucking your dick. I'm sucking your dick. I'm jerking you off now. I, I, I don't even. <laughs> dropping the phone. It was at dinner. She's at a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, what is it? We're basically having sex. You're fucking me from behind. You're fucking me from behind. Is this what I'm, am I even doing it right? I guess if I'm uh, a guy having phone sex with some, I, it depends. Because like at this point in my life, I I have sex, you know, so sorry, mom. I know you listen to the podcast. <laughs> Why are you following News Newsflash. I'm 27, okay? I've been having sex for two years now. Your mom's calling you. <laughs> oh, shit. She listens to the live feed. I'm a virgin. <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, so I guess like my expectation is a little bit like uh, if I'm having like a sexting conversation with someone, I would probably expect that they'd be sleeping with me. Unless... They're like they have a boyfriend and they're uh, sexting, right? But sex doesn't necessarily mean you want to have real sex with a person, does it? Or is it like a fantasy land? I think it. I think it does. It's like you can. I'm, maybe I'm out of touch. I'm not a teenager anymore. I just date them. I just crush a lot. <laughs> I just date them. <laughs> I'm not a teenager. I just have sex with 19 year olds. You don't actually. That was a joke, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I yeah. I haven't had sex with a 19 year old since I was 19 myself. Wow. There you have it. Um, so what do you think? Sorry, mom. (laughs) Everything you say is an apology to your own mother. So would you say that this person, she's wondering if she sexed him over text, does it mean that that's real sex that she expects? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to help you with this vex and, uh, I don't want to put you under a hex. By putting you under a hex or anything. (laughs) But, um, yeah, uh, I think uh, I think that's probably what the guy is expecting. Yeah. So uh, go either don't go on the date if you don't want to sleep with him. Well, I mean, no, you can go on the date and definitely just uh, not have sex with him, and he can deal with that. That'll be fine. Yeah. Would you say it's the girl's like uh, not responsibility, but it often ends up as like you will go as far as the female will let you? Like, is the girl yeah. dictating how far things go? I mean, go? I'm sure it happens that guys are like, hey, I want to take it slow, but I feel like it's way more rare. I think guys are kind of just like, whatever you're down for, I'm yeah. down for, and it's like <laughs> totally up to the girl. So if it's totally up to her, why don't we say... Do whatever um, you're comfortable with. Yeah. if He might expect real sex, but you know what? Maybe he would have... Ex- any guy you go on a date with... Does right. not at least expect, but like, uh, I feel like any guy should be used to not getting laid. So like, <laughs> if you if he expects sex and you don't have sex with him, and he's like, ah, oh, damn, that's fine. That's an emotion he's going to deal with a lot throughout his life. But do you think he has a better case of saying, oh, damn, because they had phone sex? Like, yeah, what but the I hell mean, that we had phone sex. Uh, if let's do a little role role play, where like in bed, I say, no, I'm not going to have sex with you. Okay, and I'm the guy, and you're yeah. the girl. Okay, right. So, oh, let me uh, un. Unbuckle your belt pants. Hey, no, Buster. What are you talking about? Uh, let me take out my cell phone. You clearly said it was at 6.31 in the morning. 
uh, I'm currently <laughs> taking out your penis. I mean, like, this is, I'm looking at my text messages. This is, um, yeah, I guess my response to that is go fuck yourself, sir. Well, I will. I would like you to help me. Actually. No, actually, you, you don't get, you don't get this, this booty. This te- you gotta earn this booty. <laughs> you gotta earn this booty. This text message is a, a script of how tonight was gonna <laughs> go. A bonding, a binding goddamn contract. <laughs> actually, yeah, and it's written. So it's feel free to more. say no to a guy who expects sex and, uh, it's going to be fine that he doesn't get to have it. Yeah, that's the long and the short of it. Um, thanks for writing in, Elaine. Thanks, Elaine. Um, question the second. Are you ready for question number two? Oh, yeah. Hey, why don't I beatbox us into it? No, you don't have to do that. Um, question two. No, no, no. I'm okay. I didn't have to do it, but I did it. So <laughs> don't I'm... like actually sort of talked over the beatbox a little. So <laughs> I here we go. A... Oh, my God. The question. Kind of cool. <laughs> I start talking. Like, I wasn't done. I wasn't, it was a fucking. It's that was a, a pregnant pause, Jack. <laughs> you Jack. You're a Jack for that. Uh, this question comes from Jerome Seinfeld. Jerome writes, "It's another Tinder question." Fuck yeah. I was recently using Tinder, and I saw my friend's girlfriend's profile. They've been in a relationship no. for just over a year now, and her recent activity is three days ago. Should I tell my friend that she's using the app? Re- that he's. Uh, should I tell my friend that she's using the app regularly, or is it not my place? What should I do? Man, the, the crazy thing is, I swiped her right and we matched. <laughs> Can you freaking believe it? I think we have to go on a date. <laughs> it is the unbroken rule of Tinder. We started chatting and we ended up having phone sex. And I think now sex is what she expects. <laughs> what is this heck? <laughs> oh, shoot. Do I tell my friend that I fucking found my soulmate on Tinder and it's his GF? <laughs> I swiped her in her bottom and now I'm here. How did this happen? <laughs> swiped her right. What a fright. <laughs> or is it a delight? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean... It's the equivalent of finding someone cheating, or is it the equivalent of finding someone flirting? Yeah, because like Tinder if you're isn't at a bar, cheating necessarily. And I think a lot of people download Tinder just to like kind of see what it's about, because you know, people that are in relationships want to be part of trends too. So it's like I've seen people with boyfriends and girlfriends on Tinder, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's just like fun to like mess with people when we match," which I actually advocate against because a lot of people are on tinder trying to find their soulmate (laughs) i'm trying to find my soulmate you're trying to find your soulmate. i'm trying to find my soulmate on tinder i try to find her in every single aspect of my life i'm looking for her when i'm at starbucks i'm looking for her when i'm out at a bar i'm looking for her at work i'm looking for her out when i'm hiking in the woods and i'm looking for her on tinder so yeah i'm on a goddamn mission to find my soulmate a spirit quest to find my spirit animal. And <laughs> and I really think she's using this hooking up app for 20 to 30 years. Well, you know what? I'm using it, so maybe our, we have would have that in common, don't you think? But if you met your if like if you were describing your soulmate, would uh somebody who uses Tinder possibly be on there? She might use Tinder and when I meet her, she would say, "Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed that I'm on Tinder. My friends like pressured me into it, but I just like can't meet a guy." So like maybe you're him and I say, "Listen, listen." Listen, <laughs> I am your soul. Shh, baby, baby, baby. Now's not the time to talk. <laughs> Now's the time to sext. <laughs> you, then you guys both get into bed and start sexting each other. I think it's viable to think that you could find uh, the love of your life on Tinder at this point. 
Yeah. I mean, there's a couple hundred thousand people on it. What are the odds that, honestly, what are the odds that a soulmate isn't on Tinder at this point? Well, you know what? What are the odds that a soulmate isn't a real thing and doesn't exist? I guess that's about 100. <laughs> yeah, what are the odds that I'm going to live 100%. and die alone, surrounded by my friends, but still wafting around in a sea of abject loneliness? Do I have a chance to not hate myself? Uh, I'll put that at zero. <laughs> I'd love to swipe my life to the right, off a cliff. <laughs> So uh, should this person... That would be to the left, actually. The left is what you don't want. Those are the, those are the discards. Oh. Uh, okay? The hell. Download the app. <laughs> How many people do you think are just uh, never been swiped right? Oh, God. That's so sad. I feel like even if you're like hideously ugly, you get swiped right as a joke, at least. <laughs> Which is almost worse. Yeah. You've been joke swiped four times <laughs> and authentically The Tinder badge. Zero. <laughs> you get the, the class clown. You've been joke swiped right. A hundred right swipes, and every single person is fucked with you. We were joking about like uh, how embarrassing it would be to like have uh, Tinder badges appear on your Facebook profile. Oh right? my god! Yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> Jake that? is part of the Lonely Hearts Club. <laughs> One hundred swipes without a match. <laughs> Jake is Tinder's most active user. Fourteen hours logged on at a time. Jake has swiped 3,000 times in the last two days. <laughs> He's our MBS. Jake, most Jake wins the is, is Anybody Out There Award. 1,500 messages sent without a single reply. Jake has casted the widest net. 250 consecutive right swipes, one match. <laughs> Jake, Jake has entered desperation mode. That's 18 to 50 plus and the 100 mile plus radius. He'll take anything. Any chick will do. Uh, mercy. So, yeah, I guess uh, tell... Oh, we for, totally... We always forget to give advice, I feel like. Yeah. Well, real quick, it, just if you've never even heard of Tinder, it's an application where people are looking for other people to hook up. <laughs> yeah, this is for the people who haven't heard of Tinder and then still let us, like... Still, we're listening to the podcast as we went on a five-minute Tinder rant. <laughs> They're that big of fans. They know question number three will win them back. So, thank you. Yeah, Tinder's a dating app where you... Uh, at this point, they have to pay us, right? <laughs> <laughs> you see a girl, you, you just you see, you open it up and you see a picture of a female, and if you think she's cute, you swipe her to the right. Or if you're a gal using Tinder, it's a picture of a guy. Yeah. Or if you're a lesbian or gay person, then it's the same sex. It shows you, yeah, genders that you're attracted to. If you think they're attractive, swipe her to the right. If you think they're unattractive, you swipe to the left. If they also swiped you to the right, that's a match, and you guys get to chat. So this guy found his... Anyway, Tinder, send us a check. <laughs> At this point, I'd like more than a check. We have. A, I'd like more than a check. I'd like a match. I'd like my soulmate. <laughs> Tinder, you owe me one soulmate. You goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> you slippery, slimy little snake. You owe me a soulmate. <laughs> You heathens. <laughs> you really do at this one. You really owe me a soulmate. I downloaded Tinder to find my soulmate, but uh-oh, it's turned me into a monster. And now this, now my soulmate is just the devil. <laughs> uh, so this guy found his buddy's girlfriend on it. Right. And I guess I think you... If you maybe, saw your If you're close at all to the girl, maybe I'd say something to her first and see if there's like a logical explanation so you don't, you know get your buddy up in arms and then like you know uh cause a rift in the relationship when it's not necessary yeah maybe he knows about it maybe he's on it too yeah maybe they did it together you got to be pretty dumb to use it in the city that your yeah. boyfriend's friends are in right it's true but i mean like it's it's sort of like that um the uh if you like pina colada song yeah know? how so, so though 
Well, the, have you ever heard that song? If you like pina coladas, or getting yeah, so it's like about a yeah. He like takes out. He's desperate to find somebody. He like has a wife, but he's like, I really want like a fling. I want it, like I don't feel any passion in my life. So he takes out a personal ad, and the lyrics to the chorus are the personal ad. If you like pina coladas and getting oh, caught in the rain, okay. Like if you like making love at midnight at the dunes on the cape, then you're the love that I've looked for. Write to me and escape. And then he like in the next verse he finds that like. I'm the love that you've looked for. He's like, that's, oh my God, my soulmate, the pina colada person. Let's meet at this time. And he meets, and, and it's, it's his, his wife. wife. So it's like, They're are you... They were both down to cheat on each right. other. Right. Like, are you mad at me? Like, yeah, like, I took out this ad, but you, I answered it, so... Wow. That's a really beautiful song. I had no idea that's what it was about. Yeah, it's so stupid, but it is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, usually songs are like... Uh, very cool, but the lyrics are awful, and this is like sort of the opposite. This, right, this... the music is lame, and the lyrics. <laughs> if you like pina coladas, <laughs> or the paradox of trying to cheat on your wife, and she's the only one who's down to do it with you. <laughs> very intelligent discourse happening. If you in like this... irony. <laughs> if you like dramatic irony. So I say, uh, tell your friend. You're, if he's your friend, then he deserves to know from you that his girlfriend is looking to hook up with other dudes. But I, I strongly urge you to uh, do a little bit more detective work before you... Yeah, swipe her to the right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's a match, then she's definitely using it. Yeah. Uh, cool. We're at about the halfway point. Do you want to take a little break? A little Let's take breather? a breather. Let's take a breather. You know what I wanted you to talk about was that awesome story that happened to you. Get like really close to the mic. Yeah, yeah. Really, really lean in. You I like want, that? I want this to be. I want this to be clean. Something really hap- funny happened to, kind of me and also you in Iceland. Yes. So we were in Iceland. We were on vacation in Iceland, um, and I guess. The thing that happens in the summer in Iceland is the sun doesn't go down, right. so it's light all the time. So at midnight, it, it looks like it's like the sun is like the seven thirty p.m. sky, right. but always. And then the other thing is that people in the capital city in Reykjavik drink very heavily on the weekends. They do this thing called the run tour, uh, which is like a pub crawl or whatever. And uh, we so we we got very excited. We got very drunk. Uh, Amir does not drink very often, but I got him. I think was the drunkest you've ever been. Yeah, I guess it must have been because there are details. I've never like blacked out, but there were details that I didn't remember. Right, and I, um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's the drunkest <laughs> I've ever been because I do drink a lot. <laughs> but sorry, mom. <laughs> that one is actually sorry. Yeah, I, I really am sorry, mom. <laughs> uh, but I got completely you, like, wasted. You like did not remember four to five hours of the entire. Yeah, like it. I there's. I remember you falling off the bench. Yeah, which was like a. 11 p.m. Right. You fell off the bench, and then the next thing I remember is <laughs> coming to in this club where the uh, the bouncer said uh, your card was declined. So how did we get there? How did we get to the car- the bouncer telling you that a card was declined? All right. So um, so we got to we went to this kind of like exclusive uh, bar where I told him here to just go up and tell the door person <laughs> that he was famous. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what you said to them, but you went up to the door person. There's a long line. And then all of a sudden, next thing we knew, uh, me and Amir and my brother and uh, Jeff Rosenberg and uh, like this weird crew of people that we had somehow amassed from the first bar and just like walking down the street, like 12 of us all just were shepherded into this bar. We were the Pied Piper of drunken Icelandic people. (laughs) So we cut this line. uh, And at one point we found out, like, because there were some more people outside we wanted to get in. And they were like, if you get table service um you can get more people in so we're like and we're like how much money is that 
And they said 5,500 kroner. And then you look to me to do the math. This is part I don't remember. So you're yeah. telling me. Yeah, so, so you, I said do the math. 5,500 kroner. And I, they, you looked at me. And it's actually close to what the math problem we had to do earlier today, which was 13 times 5. It was like 5,500 divided by like whatever, 130 kroner per dollar. So I did the math at roughly $50, which is somewhat accurate. Right, which seems like about right for maybe, I don't know. Sure, $50. I had no- okay, we're having fun. Let's get on all of our buddies. Sure. So we all we all went in. We got the table service. I think you have you ordered a we ordered a bottle. Yeah. Um <laughs> anyway, so a little I the then it's all a blur or not even like it's not even a blur because yeah. it's just uh it's a God. blink yeah. it's nothing ever happened blur means there are there are colors there that are smeared yeah. and we are looking at a black black canvas <laughs> it is yeah it's a black hole i was never there <laughs> i leave around two we get in at midnight i'm there for two hours and i leave around two because i'm not feeling very good right so they tell me uh my card was declined oh and then at four everyone starts leaving and jake goes to pay for whatever the bottle service was yeah. fifty dollars and then plus whatever a bottle of alcohol is so they give me my card back and like their their machines are sort of weird in Iceland and like my magnetic strip on my card had been like uh, kind of acting a fool the entire trip. <laughs> so I was like thinking nothing of it. It's like two oh it's like what two hundred bucks. So I uh, grabbed my brother's card and was like, I'll give you money later, just uh, let's swipe this. They were like, this card is also declined. And then it like sort of dawned on me. I was like, how much are you charging the card for? <laughs> and they, I forget the number they said, it was like 158,000 krona. <laughs> which is? Which, and then I was like, what is that in US dollars? Was, and they were, it was $1,400. <laughs> and I was like, what? This is where I went from just like blackout drunk to dead sober. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to charge you uh, a MacBook Air, I think, for your time here that you you don't remember. uh, Like a used car or a month of rent, that's going to be what what you paid at the bar. I remember this. (laughs) And I was just like... Borderline a mugging. Why? Why is it $1,400? And they said, you ordered two bottles of Grey Goose. And I was like, I mean, how much money is a bottle of Grey Goose? Um, But I was just like, no, I didn't. I did not order... Which may be true, but maybe not because you don't know because you were just blackout. Right. But I mean, I can't imagine. I, w- I was so drunk that I definitely didn't. I would have never looked at somebody and be like, give me another bottle of Grey Goose. Right. I didn't even need Especially the first if you bottle. Knew the price. Right. So I, 100%, I, I knew that I did not order a second bottle. I wasn't even, I wasn't even positive that I ordered the first one. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't maybe order. Maybe that came with the table or something. Right. But so they I, didn't tell us the price. Exactly. So I said, no, I won't pay that. And they were like, this is when I got surrounded by all the bo- the bouncers in the bar. The bar was empty, and they were like, just pay it, and you can go. This is at 4 a.m. This is at 4 a.m. And the light is out as if it's like 8 in the morning. Right. It's, it's, it looks like 9 a.m. out there. <laughs> and I was like, I won't pay it. They surrounded me. They say, pay it, and you can leave. And I was like, no. And they said, if you don't pay it, we're going to call the police. And I was like, please do. Call the police right now. Keep in mind, there's nine policemen in Iceland. <laughs> they all, on vacation. And they all showed up. They were all drunk. So the police got there, and they were like, it's like Icelanders have never heard of lying before. Because yeah. the officer was just like, he was, looked at the bartender. And he was like, <laughs> he said you bought two bottles of Grey Goose. And I said, I, well, I didn't. He was like, why would he say that? What's in it for him? <laughs> why would he just make that up? Like, is I, he hallucinating? I know what he said. And, and this is what I'm saying. This is why you're here. You were called because there was a dispute, right? That's what you said while you were shoving him. <laughs> And I was, and I, like, <laughs> Jeff and Micah were, like, trying to calm me down the entire time, because I was just, like, irate. And he was like, you're going to, you have to go to jail while, while we decide what's going on. You're going to have to wait in jail. Icelandic prison, by the way, is a three-star hotel. It's the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Everybody at the Blue Lagoon is just, 
is just being held there against their will. It's a geothermal will. hot spa, forty miles outside of the capital. <laughs> the officer, the arresting officer, gives you a massage, a hot stone, <laughs> a hot stone bath. So, I, but I was like, I won't. I'm not gonna. No, I was like laughing. I'm like, no, you can't make me go to jail over this. You were just talking. You were talking to them as if they were like three 15 year olds asking you for right. money. I was talking to them like, yeah, like, and we were also like, we could possibly debate right. <laughs> like the fact that I got services that I didn't have, that I shouldn't have to pay for. And uh, so they were like, we're gonna look at the security tapes and see if like, um, and like if we find that you ordered two bottles, you have to pay everything. That's the funniest thing, as if the, as if a security camera could. Were you were you microphone? Were you right. wearing a wireless lab? <laughs> There's just a that? zoomed in shot of me going two, <laughs> holding up my fingers, saying two bottles. And you stared at the at the camera afterwards, winked, holding a gray shirt, and then flapping my wings like a goose. <laughs> Uh, so I think they were just trying to wait us out because uh, they made us sit there for two hours. And, we, and I was like, just, I'll give you my ID. I'll give you whatever you want. I'll just come back in the morning and you can let me know what you found. And they were like, no. <laughs> so uh, finally, at one point, the police officer came out. He's like, uh, the bartender's tired. He's, he wants to go home. You can just pay for one bottle of Grey Goose, which is, was like 550 bucks. And uh, then we'll let you leave. So, so I did that. I walked outside, and I was like, we just got away with the boys. I ordered more than two bottles of Grey Goose. I ordered four. <laughs> Spilled two on the floor. Shit, not guilty. Y'all got to film me. <laughs> they hear it and tackle you. <laughs> I'm tased. Uh, another a funny postscript to this whole story, which is great, is me waking up at 7 a.m. thinking I'm about to vomit. I look at my phone, and I have two text messages from you. One, Hey, I think we're getting arrested at 6 a.m. And then one half an hour later at 6.30. Wait, never mind. We're good. <laughs> and I just laugh and go pee. I wanted to, I wanted to like be sure that someone knew where I was going. Like if I just dropped off the grid. <laughs> yeah. Zaytun style. Yeah, shit. And they just detained you. and You, you don't get a call in Iceland. You're here forever, I think. Excuse me? I'll pay this $700. It's like that Vince Vaughn movie about him going to jail in Thailand or something. Oh, yeah, where they, they like just kill the guy. Yeah. They <laughs> drown me in the thermal pool. <laughs> they put you on a glacier, cut it off, and just float you out towards Greenland. What is this? <laughs> what is this archaic <laughs> justice system? Your food is so expensive. This martial law. <laughs> All right, good story. Toda. <laughs> Toda, by the way, means thank you in Hebrew. Just so you guys can, you know, learn a word a day while you're listening to this podcast. Right, Toda is also turned into our catchphrase. <laughs> it also is how it's like Shalom is hello, goodbye, peace. For us, Toda is hello, goodbye, peace. Thank you. <laughs> Where are you? How's it going? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It means fuck sometimes. <laughs> like, ah, Toda. Toda, Toda. Um, use it. It's fun. Toda. Toda, baby. All right. Let's, uh, let's try to get to another question here. <clears throat> is there time after that insane Iceland story? I think we are nearing the end, but it was fun. Um, let's try to get to this one, though. This one is from Kramer. Nice. Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> hey, so I recently went to prom with this really, really great girl who I'm kind of into. It was an amazing night. She even gave me a really romantic lap dance on the ride back. I know that seems weird, but yeah, it was romantic. She even turned back so her lips were brushing against my cheek like she wanted to she wanted me to kiss her sadly i didn't because kissing her would change everything we've been best friends since sixth grade and she doesn't know i like her i would tell her but my friend asked her how she felt and she says she just sees us as friends 
Should I have kissed her and confessed my feelings or not say anything and continue what we have? <laughs> we get a lot of friend zone emails, but this one is very vivid. It's so stupid because, oh, look, I, you know, kissing her is going to change everything. Yeah. Anyway, she's grinding her ass crack into my crotch in a limo. <laughs> but, I think everything's changed. Everything the game has changed, Cosmo. I'm sorry. Giddy up. If you like her, kiss her. I, you, had, you certainly had the opportunity. Yeah. I think if she sees you as friends, she wouldn't have uh, rode your dick. You. Yeah. At that point, if you kissed her and she pulled away, it's like, whoa, we're just friends. Hey, you, are, you misread that signal. Okay? <laughs> I, I don't was know. jokingly <laughs> grinding my genitals against yours. So whoever describes a, a, a lap dance as romantic. <laughs> Lap dances are either like hot or sexy or sometimes bad, maybe. Or joking. Yeah, you don't have a room. It was really intimate. It was romantic. Yeah, I, I think felt it was like a really nice conversation you had, but that, that personified as grinding <laughs> genitals against each other. It was wholesome. I know what you're thinking, but it was really actually, it was tastefully done. <laughs> like a really nice art film. She like tilted her head back and like sort of brushed her lips against my cheek God, can you as she gyrated a, on me. I don't have like a crush on a girl for whatever 12 years and she gives you a lap dance in public that's like torture isn't it i don't know it sounds like heaven to me but you can't really do anything at that point can you if it's in front of all your friends you're not going to make a move it was it in front of the friends it was like in the limo in front of people uh that's a good question if it was in front of people i can see not wanting to make a move but if she dragged you into the limo gave you a lap dance in an empty limo yeah, dude, you really missed the opportunity for the best first kiss ever. <laughs> like, whatever you do next, whatever, like, the next thing is, is like, oh, yeah, we're, like, on a porch at a party, and, like, I was, like, kind of made out with her, I guess. Like, you're on your prom night. You're in a fucking tuxedo. A girl's sitting on your lap with her neck tilted back, kissing your cheek, and you didn't do anything? Her lips were brushing against my cheek. Yeah, you know what? Dude, my advice is to... Kill ne- yourself, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're never going to get a better moment than that. You should have proposed to her right then. <laughs> I know this is crazy because we've never kissed, but will you marry me? And you know what, pal? I have your full name. You wrote me this email. I'm going to go on Facebook. I'm going to find you on Facebook. I'm going to go through your friends, your prom photos. <laughs> And then I'm going to look at the girl you went to prom with. I'm going to know that that's the one. And now I'm going to put every single ounce of effort I've got to going on a date with her and having a first kiss in a limo. That's how depraved I am. I know how old she is. I know how old she is. I'll wait till she's 18. Okay? How about don't even do it at all? You know what? I can't stop myself because I am looking for my soulmate. I said it up top. I'll say it again. I'm soulmate searching right now. And I think this I think this prom date limo dancing stripper vixen I think she's I think the, one. the one. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. How about when you're looking for your soulmates, you look for people you know and see if they're attracted to you, not going one soulmate at a time by other people's soulmate standards. Yeah, like, but I mean, if, they're good enough, if, they're, if she's yours. good enough for him, it might be good enough for me. Yeah, you're just going to go soulmate by soulmate. Until I just think this chum up. blew an opportunity, a golden chance. <laughs> and, and I want to make sure that door is firmly sealed, not only shut, but concrete. Yeah, I've got a stick. I think I deserve to, I, he deserves to be made an example of. Okay? 
I don't want anyone else to miss their first kiss chance with their prom date soulmate. <laughs> and so you're saying I'm going to steal the girl away from him forever and lock him inside That's what happens. emotional fortress. From now on, if you miss an opportunity, if yes. you miss a golden opportunity, if you have an open basket and you miss, guess what? Jake's going to dunk. Don't. That's what's up. Don't turn Jay Witz, Jay Dallas, Jay Hood. I'm a modern day Robin Hood, okay? No, you're not. Yeah, you're Jay a Hood. Day I'm asshole. Jay Hood. <laughs> you are not a superhero, you ass. <laughs> He's you're putting some sort of. Putting on a quiver and an arrow. You're putting on a cape and a condom, you dick. You are not a hero, sir. A cape made of Trojan vices. You are not the hero we deserve or want. Don't turn this into some sort of social commentary, you ass. (laughs) No girl looks up with me. Hey, I heard a guy missed his chance to kiss you, and if you don't mind... Ow! Why are you hitting me? Hey, what did I do to deserve this? Take off your cape, loser. You entered into a contract. (laughs) A social contract. The most important kind. Uh, We have fun. We have fun. You should have kissed her. (laughs) So what's his chance? What is his plan now? I mean, it seems like she likes you, so uh, play it cool, but you... you... How do you replicate that moment? I guess, I mean, senior... Prom, so that's your senior year. There's going to be a lot of, like, pretty... um, poignant feeling parties this summer yeah summer the summer before college yeah so you're good i think college is going to be at an all-time high right you're gonna be playing your old mixes you're gonna be outdoors maybe at a beach beach is always nice bonfire fireworks float out the the lap dance idea oh i really like that lap dance or i owe you one oh god (laughs) yeah (laughs) falling in her lap bag sorry i'm not as sexy as you are my boner's all oh shit i need you in the tit i'm sorry i need your tit I need her freaking tit, man. I need your tits, and I need her tit. <laughs> I both need and needed her. Uh, so that's your chance. Do not miss your chance to blow. Um, that was a fun episode because we spent a good amount of time going over three, or yeah, three very cool questions. Yeah, and then one about how we uh, almost got arrested in Iceland. Well, you almost got arrested. Don't. don't I would have dragged you into it. Yeah, yeah, of course, dude. You ordered. The, you got the table service to begin with. <laughs> you owe me $1,000. <laughs> I really think you do. <laughs> um, yes, thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope it flew by for you as much as it did for us, but we want to keep it to half an hour a week so, you know, we can always get two more questions in the future. Uh, thank you so much for listening and spreading the word. More people are listening to the show now than ever. We also did our first video episode last week, so yeah. we have our YouTube channel set up. You can go to youtube.com slash show And that email again, if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer for some reason, that email address is always show at gmail.com. We're also accepting theme song submissions. The first one was from Thelsey, and this last one is from someone named, I believe, Sean O'Brien. Sean. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Thank you. Peace. I'm out. Later. Stop it. Yeah, I'm going to. All right. Later. No. Okay. If I'm the young, I'd call it a day. I'd tell your boss it's getting too late. If I were you, I'd storm into your car and drive on home to me.